Welcome to The Cap, where we are here to speak with college reps and other professionals in the field of college admissions to help answer all your questions and guide you through every step of the process. So if you're serious about college admissions, you've come to the right place. Are you ready? Let's talk about it. And now, here's your host, Dr. John Durante. Welcome to The Cap, the College Admissions Process Podcast. I am your host, John Durante, and I am here to introduce you to college admissions representatives and other professionals in the field of college admissions. Our purpose is to serve you, the students and parents, so that you may gain insight straight from the people who ultimately make the decisions. Regardless of whether you apply to a particular school being highlighted in a given episode, you should listen to all of them, as each guest will give you tremendous insight and advice on every aspect of the college admissions process, prompting you to come up with your own follow-up questions for when you visit campus or meet with a college admissions representative yourself. Don't forget to visit our website, www.collegeadmissionstalk.com, or the show notes of each episode to access the alphabetical list of all the colleges available with the related audio link to the right of each school. The alphabetical list provides you with on-demand access to all of the episodes so that you may listen whenever you wish. And if you want to receive links to episodes before they are released on the podcast, along with other related resources, please fill out the email opt-in form also available on our website and in the show notes of each episode. Lastly, please email me with any questions or comments at collegeadmissionstalk at gmail.com. So are you ready? Let's talk about it. Welcome to The Cap, the College Admissions Process Podcast. I am your host, John Durante, and it gives me great pleasure to introduce to you today Anna Mae Lang, who's a regional recruiter in the Office of Undergraduate Admissions at the University of Alabama. Anna Mae, thank you so much for being here. I've been waiting for this conversation for a long time. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be on this podcast. It is my pleasure and honor to have you. So let's get right to it, Anna Mae. What are some of the things that you personally love about the University of Alabama that makes it so appealing for so many students to want to apply and ultimately attend? Yeah, there's a lot of great things about Alabama. And I think what's the best is it can totally be curtailed to your experience. For me personally, I love the academics that we have at UA. We're a tier one research school. So I had a lot of opportunity to do research at the University of Alabama and pursue a really great history degree and do some research for one of my professors and featured in her book. My sister actually attended here as well. She liked the social aspects. There was a lot of clubs and organizations to get involved in. There's a lot of help with her finding out what career she wanted to go into. So she liked the resources that she had on campus. Um, I've had a few other friends. They come here for the warmer weather, the Southern hospitality. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's super real. I was actually born and raised in Missouri and wasn't expecting how nice people were. It's actually real. People say please and thank you and ask you about your day. Or if you're visiting campus, they try to help you navigate our larger campus and get to where you're going. So that's super awesome as well. Um, and also the traditions on campus. There's several great traditions. The football games are fun to go to. There's a huge alumni network. So you can network while you're on campus and also network after. So it's just a really great homey feeling and community here at UA. 
Well, thank you so much for that comprehensive introduction. We really appreciate it. Great resources, traditions, Southern hospitality, warm weather. It sounds amazing. So, Anime, what's new on campus that you could tell us about? What initiatives, anything new on your campus? Yes, we're actually starting a really fantastic program this fall. It's sport management. I always thought it was sports management, but I've been corrected. <laughs> it's sport management. So it's, we're starting that program in the fall. We're super ecstatic about it. It'll be housed in our College of Human Environmental Sciences. So we're really glad that the students will have great internship opportunities. We have several great athletic sports here. We have really great wheelchair basketballs nationally ranked. Our football team, of course, is nationally ranked. Our soccer team almost won as well this year. So really great internship opportunities through that program. There's also two new buildings on campus. Um, we have a brand new one through our business school. So it's a really great area to study for classes, really great area also to meet with students. And there's a event space in there as well. And then we're also building a new building. It should open this fall. It's gonna be Drummond Hall. It's gonna be for our textiles. And then we should have a new welcome center as well to campus. So when you're touring in the fall, you'll have a brand new building to be welcome to. So we're excited. Lots of things happening. Well, that's awesome. A lot of building. The future looks bright. And so visiting campus anime, a very important part of the college process. If a student and their family, if they're able to come out to the University of Alabama, what are some of the areas they absolutely must visit? And what are some of the types of questions that they should be asking to help determine whether or not the University of Alabama is in fact the right fit for them? Yeah. Definitely get in contact with your regional recruiter. Um, you can find them on, if you type in UA recruiters, you can type in your high school and it'll populate the recruiter that's closest to you. Let them know you're coming to visit. They'll get you a whole in-depth visit scheduled. They'll get you a meeting with your academic department to learn more about the degree program. If you are interested in academic resources, they'll have you meet with that department. Lunch with a current student in a dining hall to hear from their perspective. Um, if you're interested in Greek life, you can tour one of the houses, the honors college, study abroad, um, and also a tour of campus as well. So you can see the model dorm rooms. You can also see the rec center where you work out and also get a good feel and layout of the campus. Now, I know for some of y'all, this may be a far drive. So we also host a lot of events in your area as well. I know you'll have busy schedules. So if you type in Bama in your town online, you can usually see if we'll be hosting an event by y'all um, and our admissions staff will be there to answer any questions you have. And we also have a lot of campus partners that come out to talk about their degree programs. And a lot of alumni are there as well to talk about their experience and a current student comes. So you'll still get the taste of campus, even if you aren't able to visit anytime soon. Well, that's great advice. Thank you so much. And Anime, I always put the Office of Undergraduate Admissions in the show notes. If there are any other links that you want to include, send them to me. And of course, I'll make them available to the students and their parents. And so what are some of the things that students do to demonstrate their interest in attending the University of Alabama? And Anime, is that something that you track as part of your overall application process? So we don't necessarily track it, but I definitely recommend visiting campus if you can, just to make sure that it's a good feel for you. Um, you can also attend the BAM in your town events. And then a lot of our campus partners also have virtual events as well. If you could just go to our visit page, you can find all of that to kind of see what best interests you and fits your schedule. 
Terrific. And do you have an honors program at the University of Alabama? And if so, how are students considered for the program? In other words, do they have to apply separately? Yes, we do have a really fantastic honors program at UA. It is a separate application. So once you're admitted to Alabama, you're able to fill out the honors application. Um, with that, you need a 3.5 GPA in high school and then either a 28 ACT or a 1310 SAT. Now, I know you may not have taken the test due to COVID, so they do have a test optional route as well that you can do. With the test optional route, there's an additional essay component, and then you'll also need to have two letters of recommendation from either your high school counselor or a mentor that you have to kind of say why you'd be a good candidate for the Honors College. But it's a super great program. Um, with the Honors College, you'll get a distinction on your diploma when you graduate. There's also specific dorms that you can live in freshman year, so it's kind of that living learning community. And then also you'll get priority registration with your classes, so you'll get to sign up for classes prior to any other students. And then the classes are fairly a little bit more smaller and focus more around student-motivated learning. So y'all would go into the classroom and have great discussions with your peers and then also your professors instead of the professor kind of leading the lecture and discussion. Well, that's a great overview. Thank you so much. And I know you mentioned tests. So I was curious, Anna Mae, what would you advise in terms of helping a student and their family determine whether they should apply test optional or not? Yeah, so we are test optional and we're test optional through fall of 24. So we're super ecstatic about that. I tell students, submit your test score if you qualify for one of our automatic merit scholarships. So those will start at a 26 on the ACT at a 3.5 GPA and then a 27 on the ACT for a 3.0 GPA, and it'll be those equivalent SAT scores as well. So if you have that test score, definitely apply with it. The reason for that is because you'll automatically get that scholarship package the moment that you apply, as long as you have that composite test score and that high school GPA. If you don't have one of those test scores that's on our bracket, I would go test optional. But the nice thing is, is later on down the road, if you end up taking the test and receive a qualifying test score, we'll accept that test score and we'll give you that package. You'll just need to send us a copy of the score. So it's nice that it's something you can definitely get later on. And in terms of the scholarship, you need to submit the test score to be considered for the scholarships, correct? For our automatic ones, yes. Understood. So again, in terms of things like scholarships or even housing deadlines, what are some of the things that families need to be mindful of? Yeah, so we do have rolling admissions, which means that we are admitting students up until the last day to add or drop for the semester. So for example, fall, the last day to add or drop will be August 30th. So we'll still be admitting students up into that point. However, I would keep in mind a lot of our important deadlines for freshmen. One very important one is you definitely want to be admitted by January 15th, especially if you're going the test optional route so that you'll qualify for our competitive scholarships. These are based solely on your application answers and then also your high school transcript. Some other deadlines too is 
we have the housing application is due as well February 1st. If you fill that out before the February 1st deadline, you'll have the freedom to pick your dorm and also your roommate. If you fill out the housing application after that day, housing will assign you to a dorm and roommate after all the students who filled out by the deadline have chosen theirs. I want to welcome back Sean Patel, who is the founder and CEO of Prep Expert. He's a Shark Tank entrepreneur making a deal with Mark Cuban back in 2016. Sean, welcome back. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me back, John. So I just wanted to share with all your listeners real quick that we have an amazing partnership with the College Admissions Process Podcast, and we have a really special offer for all of your listeners. So for any listener who wants to enroll their student into one of our prep expert SAT courses, ACT courses, or one-on-one tutoring programs, you can get 30% off just for being a listener of the College Admissions Process Podcast. All you need to do is put in the promo code COLLEGETALK, one word, just COLLEGETALK, and that'll give you 30% off all prep expert SAT courses, ACT courses, or one-on-one tutoring packages, make sure you use the link in the show notes of the College Admissions Process Podcast. Thank you, Sean. We really appreciate it. To our listeners, as an affiliate partner with Prep Expert, I want to be transparent with you that for every purchase made, the College Admissions Process Podcast will receive a small commission from Prep Expert. But rest assured that we only promote programs that we believe in and feel would benefit our listeners. For more information, please see the Prep Expert affiliate partnership link in the show notes. And now let's get back to the show. Well, that's tremendous insight. Thank you so much for sharing those dates. And you mentioned the transcript, which of course is the most important part of the academic portion of any application. Anime, can you walk us through what you're looking for when reviewing an applicant's transcript? And does it differ based on the student's intended major? So luckily at UA, we do not have set requirements for our majors. You can apply with any major that you have in mind. And let's say you get admitted or even before you get admitted and you're like, oh, I really don't want to go into that major anymore. Just email us and we'll change it. It won't change your admission decision. It won't change how we're looking at your high school transcript or your application. When we get your transcript, we're just making sure that you've taken four English credits, you've taken four social science credits as well. One of them does have to be world history. You also need to take three science credits. Two of those need to have a lab component. And then the last one we'll need is three credits of math. And it must include algebra one, algebra two, and then it will need to either be geometry or calculus or trigonometry for that last math credit. That is primarily what we're looking at. And then we'll look at your overall GPA and then kind of the classes you've taken. If you took AP, IB, honors courses, um, and we'll also look at a weighted GPA as well. We will take that into consideration. Well, we appreciate that overview and the insight. And I know that earlier you mentioned rolling admissions. And of course, I also know that you are, in fact, on the Common App. But going back to rolling admissions, can you explain to the listeners what exactly is that? How does it work? 
So with rolling admissions, you can be admitted at any time. You can also, we are constantly admitting students. We don't have early action. Um, we don't have early decision either. Pretty much you just apply and then we'll admit you on a rolling basis. So usually once we have your application and then we have your high school transcript and your test scores, if you want to send them, like I said, you don't have to. Typically it takes our office about two to four weeks to process that and make a decision. So you're hearing a decision quicker than most other universities. Understood. And I know that the University of Alabama does not require essays. However, you do ask for application short answers. Anime, when looking at those application short answers, what exactly are you trying to find out about the student? Yeah, so when we're looking at those, we're looking at the course rigor that you took. So if you took honors or AP, IB, dual enrollment, um, we're also looking at your employment history, seeing if you've done any volunteer work in your area, any extracurricular activities. So right now, even if you're, especially if you're a freshman or sophomore or junior, start making a list of the activities you're doing, what you're doing at them, how many hours that you're spending on them as well. Makes it super easy when you're filling out those short answer application questions. Um, and also have a mentor look over it too. I know I forgot a ton of stuff that I had done throughout my four years. So definitely have someone else look over it. And the nice thing too is when you're in our application, whether you're doing it on the Common App or through our website, you can save your answers, take a day to sleep on it or go outside and get some fresh air and come back to it and then submit your application. So it's nice that you don't have to submit it the moment you start it. Well, that's great advice to take your time answering the questions, save your answers, come back to it the next day, the next week, and really, like you said, take your time to give a comprehensive overview of all the great things that you've done, students, over your four years. So thank you so much for that, Anime. We appreciate it. And I was curious, does the University of Alabama offer any programs for students that may have had an IEP while in high school to help, of course, ensure that they continue to be successful once they're on your campus? And of course, if you have such resources, can you elaborate, Anime? Yeah, we have two great resources. Um, we have the Capstone Student Center for Success. They're going to be really great to help you get in contact with tutors. We usually have a lot of free tutors for our general classes, so a lot of your first-year uh, science classes, your English classes. They'll help you find tutors for those. There's also the writing lab as well. Use them. It's free. They'll go and they'll look at your essay. They'll help you rewrite it, help you properly cite your information, show you how to properly write it as well. I use them a ton. They were super, super helpful. Um, and then we also have a super great ODS office. It's going to be the Office of Disability Services. They're the ones that will help you if you have an IEP or a 504, if you need a little extra time testing, if you want to get an anonymous note taker as well in your class. So what that person does is they'll, someone in the class will take notes while the professor is speaking. They'll give those notes to the professor and the professor will distribute them to students who need extra notes. So it's super nice that you'll have additional information from the class so that you don't just have to solely rely on your notes. So they can offer services like that. 
Well, we appreciate that overview as well. Thank you so much. This has been an awesome conversation. Anime, I want to ask, is there a question that I didn't ask that you wish I asked, or is there something else that you want to mention about the University of Alabama that hasn't come up yet in the conversation? Yes, um, and I should have mentioned it when I was discussing the application answers. Like I said earlier, take your time, and the biggest reason to take your time is we have some really great competitive scholarships. Those are for those students that didn't have a strong test score. What we'll do is we'll look over your application answers. We'll compare it to everyone else in the applicant pool, and you could possibly get 6000 up to the value of tuition with those answers. So take the time, be descriptive, say how many hours you spent, what you did, um, how it helped the community as well. Any information, fill that character limit box up. Um, definitely use all your words and as well describing as you can. And there's also an extenuating circumstance box as well. That's really great time to discuss anything like any family deaths that may have happened, anything that you had to overcome in high school. Really take the time to answer that and fill that portion out as well. Well, thank you so much. That's great advice and great insight. This has been a phenomenal conversation, Anna May. Unfortunately, it leads us to the last question, which is, what are your top three pieces of advice you would give a student and their parents getting ready for the college admissions process? My first one, definitely go visit, whether it's in a virtual capacity or if you can come to campus as well. Definitely really get a feel for it. See if it's the right fit for you, if you can handle the distance from home as well. Also, see if the college offers any programs where you can kind of test the waters and feel if the college is a good fit for you. Like at UA, we have UA Early College. It's where you can start to take some classes at UA at half price. They also have a really great summer portion, too, where you can come to summer, stay in the dorms, meet other students that are interested in UA, and attend classes with other college students. So you really get that UA feel. You get to eat in the dining halls as well, so you'll know what it's like to be a student. Um, and then lastly, don't let the cost deter you. I know out-of-state tuition can be a little bit more expensive, but still look into the college. Usually a lot of them will have scholarship opportunities. They'll have study programs as well that you can get into. So definitely make sure you overcompass and look at everything in a whole. Well, those are great pieces of advice. And again, Anime, if there's anything you want to include in the show notes, in addition to the link to the university's Office of Undergraduate Admissions, just provide it to me. And of course, I'll make it available to the students and parents. This has been a phenomenal conversation. I'm so happy I had you on today as this is going to help so many students and their parents. You were awesome. I hope to have you again, Anime. Thank you so much. Thank you. And of course, Roll Tide. Roll Tide. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us on this episode of The Cap, the College Admissions Process Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, please don't forget to tell a friend and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. I am your host, John Durante, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Cap. What's up, podcast friends? I'm happy to share that we've teamed up with Dormco to make your dorm decorating a lot easier. Why Dormco? They offer quality and durability, affordability, and a wide selection for bedding to storage solutions and everything in between for your dorm room. 
So if you or anyone you know is looking to decorate your dorm, see the affiliate partnership link in the show notes for Dormco, your one stop for stylish, affordable, and quality dorm essentials. Please note that if you make a purchase through any of our affiliate links, the podcast gets a commission, but rest assured that we would only promote products that we believe in and feel would benefit our listeners. Thank you all and best wishes. 